0: الحمد لله، الحمد لله وكفى، والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى. أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يرجو اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرَ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم 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 لأهله وأنا خيركم لأهلي أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected all of my Kiram brothers and elders. Inshallah, at the end of the talk there will be a nikah today. And the topic that was nevertheless already planned from before the nikah was confirmed for today was on the example that Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu presented of how to be a good husband Many a times on an occasion of nikah when some advice is given of this nature Then it is sometimes felt that all this advice is directed to the groom But there are many other grooms that are already present from beforehand People who have been married long ago This is for myself, for all of us The example that Sayyidina Rasulullah set for us In every facet of life in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala highlights this, that لقد كان لكم في رسول الله That in the Rasul of Allah wa Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala has made a most splendid and excellent example, Uswa An example is presented not just to be understood only, but to be followed. There's a sample of something that sample is presented. That this now everything else must now follow this sample, it must be also manufactured according to the sample. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala presented nabi Kareem as the most excellent example for mankind and not just for understanding but to follow in His Mubarak footsteps. So, whether it comes to salah. Nabi Karim ﷺ said Sallu usalli. You follow me in how you perform your salah also The way I performed my salah And presented the manner of performing salah Likewise you do that When it came to hajj Learn from me how to fulfill the rights of hajj So likewise in every other aspect of life as well Whether it's ibadat Whether it is muamalat and dealings whether it is mu'asharat, the social life, how a person lives with people around him, what is his akhlaq all about, every aspect of life, Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been presented as the example. And the most perfect example. There cannot be one dot that anybody can find of any deficiency in the Mubarak example that he presented. So likewise, Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a husband and Allah Ta'ala had ordered that Nabiya Kareem sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, Allah had made it permissible for him to not marry one or two wives only, but more than four which the ummah is not permitted. This was so that deen could reach that part of deen which is related to the ummah through the woman folk. That could reach the ummah via the many wives of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam. So this example as a husband wasn't something confined to one wife only. All the Azwaajul mutahharat were unanimous on the beautiful and wonderful example that Nabi Karim s.a.w. presented as a husband. Now in the short time that we have, we can only barely touch on a few examples just to get some glimpse, very very slight glimpse about that noble example that Nabi Karim s.a.w. presented. So, in order to understand who a husband is and what kind of husband the Prophet ﷺ was, he himself first highlighted this in one hadith sharif. That what does, what makes a person really, and not confined to a husband, any person in any aspect of life, it all depends on what is inside him. What kind of a person a person will be outside with people. And at the same time how he will be whether he's indoors it will all depend on what is within himself and more than any other place the reality of a person comes out indoors outdoors is a limited time different people short while with this person another short while with that person half an hour somewhere here it's very easy to now put up a certain appearance and pretend sometimes. In front of others, but we still have to come back to the same home every evening. We still have to interact with the same people the whole night. We still have all the issues back at home. What kind of a person he is when he's at home, that is truly what he is all about. And in this regard, Nabiya Kareem on the one hand said, Akmalul Mu'mineen Imanan Ahsanuhum khuluqa. Everything about a mu'min comes back to his iman There is nothing more valuable, more important, more fundamental to him Than his iman His iman is far more valuable to him than this whole universe And Nabi Kareem says That the mu'min with the most perfect iman Obviously he'll be a mu'min who has ibadat in his life He's not going to be shirking in his ibadat Otherwise, where well, he's going to reach any point of perfection, he will obviously be performing and fulfilling his mu'amalat correctly, his dealings, his transactions. He's not going to be indulging in deception, cutting corners somewhere, indulging in some haram, some doubtful things. Likewise, his akhlaq will be very sublime. His, his mu'asharat will be very good. He'll be good in everything. But then we're now talking about not somebody who's just good or somebody that's very good. Somebody who has reached perfection. So Nabiya Kareem says that that perfection will come from the perfection in akhlaq. Akmalul imanan, ahsanuhum khuluqa. The person with the most perfect iman will be the one with the best akhlaq. But then, that's apparently where the subject matter is over. Nabiya adds something further. وَخِيَارُكُمْ خِيَارُكُمْ لِنِسَائِهِمْ In the same breath Now so to say the test of Akhlaq Will come more Indoors Nabi sallallahu says The best among you Is the one who is best to his wife Obviously best to his wife In the confines of sharia Within the limits of deen Not a person trying to be good In a manner that he is Transgressing the laws of Allah Ta'ala. That is not good that is bad. But within the laws of Sharia, within the limits that Allah Ta'ala has placed, the person who's best to his wife, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, says he has he is the best person. And after all, Nabi Akareem is giving this advice. He is teaching the ummat. So on an occasion he spelt it out to them. And why he spelt it out? Not in order for any other reason. That there are those who claim to love Nabi Akarim sallallahu alayhi wa his ummahd. They claim to be following him. So for his ardent lovers, they will want to adopt everything that he has presented. So for them, Nabi Sallallahu said to them, "Khayrukum khayrukum li ahlihi wa ana khayrukum li That the best among you is the one who's best to his wife. Again with the same qualification that within the limits of shariat, and then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Was said, but among everybody here and everybody ever that will come, I'm the one who's best in his conduct to his wives. Nobody can come close to the level of akhlaq, of good character, of good manner, of good ways that Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu presented with his Mubarak wives, his chaste wives. Nobody can come close to it. But this is the example presented that now you claim to love me, you claim to follow in my way, then this is also something you should follow. This is also something for you to emulate. Because a lover emulates the beloved. So even in this facet of life. Now just to take a few examples, is hardly a few examples, from the Mubarak life of Nabiya Karim to just understand what a wonderful example he presented. Say, the Aisha ta'ala, anha, was once asked, that Keifa Kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ida khalafi baytihi. Now if a person you want to know about a person, then sometimes you can ask his boss maybe. The boss might have some input about it. Can be whatever input it might be. Maybe you can ask the neighbor, ask the person's friends, ask his friends, they'll say what a wonderful person. But then if you ask his wife, it's sometimes not necessarily. But sometimes and unfortunately oftentimes, there's a very different picture, very, very different picture sometimes. And that wife might also say that he's such a wonderful person with his friends, I don't know why he can't be the same with me. Many a times a wife will say this, that he's the best person with others, but with me the opposite. And now here a wife is being asked about the character of the husband, or what does he do when he's at home? khalafi So the spontaneous response. One is now somebody was asked something tomorrow, you come and tell me, they can now think about it. But somebody on the spot that is where the reality comes out. And on the spot say the Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is being asked that how did Nabi Kareem S conduct himself indoors her immediate and spontaneous response, kum, that he was the most lenient of people, Subhanallah. This is a spontaneous and now this is not something that happened over one day, two days, one month, two months. This is the entire experience in her life with Nabi wa sallam. And this was something that everybody would testify to. Among the Zawadi Mutahharad, kana the most lenient of people, akraman nas the most gracious of people, and then kana rajulam he was like any other ordinary human being indoors, meaning he didn't come home and wanted to be treated with all his titles, though nobody could come a fraction close to the titles. That Allah Ta'ala blessed Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One is man-made titles. Man-made titles, people have all kinds of titles. Sometimes those titles are something and sometimes nothing also. But the titles that Allah Ta'ala blessed Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the greatness, the honor, the respect, the high position, that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was blessed with, nobody can come or can even imagine coming to an iota of it. But when he came home, he didn't want to be treated with all that titles of that he had. He wanted to be treated as just any other ordinary person, and he made himself like an ordinary person, despite the fact that he was the greatest of the creation of Allah wa Taala. Baadas khuda buzruk to qissa And how? That he just just became part of the household, and. Then to highlight something further, she says, yes, he was just part of us. إِلَّا أَنَّهُ كَانَ الدَّحَّاكَن بَسَّامًا But yes, he was always very cheerful at home, smiling all the time. Now where is this beautiful example of Nabi Karim and the situation that often comes up, sometimes, and not sometimes again, just to be safe, saying sometimes, but very often, when some issues are being dealt with, Then one of the things that will come up, he just enters the home grumpy. From the time he sets foot in the home, he's grumpy. You ask him why, he said he had a hard time at work. So now the work hard time must become hard for everyone at home also. The boss gave him a hard time, so he needs to pass the buck on somewhere else. So now where the buck gets passed on, somebody gave him a hard time, so now the wife must take it. So now this is the insaf and the justice that now is meted out. Obviously, in big inverted commas, justice. That somebody gives us a hard time elsewhere, so at home they must now receive the. they must take it on. Nabiya Kareem would enter the home smilingly, the cheerful salaam, remaining cheerful, all those other issues must stay outside. What is outside? Something happened at work, something happened on the road, something happened with somebody else somewhere. That is outside, that should stay outside. And indoors, indoors is that place for that cheerfulness, that happiness, that good conduct, that happy atmosphere, that that home must become a sukoon, a place of sukoon. It must become a maskan in reality. Maskan is a place of sukoon, That's home is called maskan. In Arabic this comes from the word sukoon. So that will come, Now, sometimes when this kind of topic is discussed, people say, but is this only for one side of it? What about the other half? Yes, when the other half, when they are dressed, that is the time and that has to be discussed. Right now we are sitting here. The husbands are sitting here. So now this was the beautiful way that Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam conducted himself. On another occasion, Azwajah Mutahharad, one of them, was asked about Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, how he conducted himself at home. She said, Kana basharam min al-bashar? At home he was like an ordinary human being. He didn't want to be treated in some different way at home. And as a result of just becoming one of the people of the home, how he would conduct himself? Shatahu, <laughs> Wa Something to clean out of his clothing, he'd do it himself. There was the need to milk the goat, which was a very menial task. Very menial task. If somebody had some servant to do it, he'll never do it himself. Very menial task. Nabi Karim needed that milk of the goat He didn't ask anybody He went and milked it himself He needed something to be done He didn't ask anybody He served himself He helped himself And who could have Many a times the issue is But I am very busy I have a very hectic schedule And I have the whole pressure of the world on my head And the stresses that I have This is on another level all these are the things that we make excuses for for ourselves, there was nobody more busy than Nabiya Kareem sallallahu There was nobody that had more responsibility than Nabiya Kareem sallallahu The responsibility of the entire ummad. And there's nobody that ever had one iota of fikr and concern that Nabiya Kareem had. And the worry that he had in his heart all the time. Da'imal fikr in the shamail and the hadith that deal with the mubarak characteristics of nabiya kareem the narrator says daimal fikr constantly in worry this grief within him all the time but despite that that was contained within and when dealing with the people of the household the he had time for light heartedness in the time when Nabi Karim ﷺ, which was in the last days of his Mubarak life, just at the time when the last illness started, Nabi Karim ﷺ had returned from a janaza, And when he came home, he had a severe headache. But as he came in, it turned out Sayyidah Aisha ﷺ, she was suffering from a severe headache. So she just expressed it, وَا asa, How severe headache, I have such a severe headache so nabi is switched on into a light hearted mode to not lighten the situation because a good atmosphere even makes that sickness feel less that pain feel little so he said to her well you see if supposing the inevitable happens are you claiming of such you are saying you got such a severe headache if supposing the inevitable happens meaning that if you pass away then how fortunate you would be that the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala would take care of everything for you. He'll make dua for you. He'll attend to your body. In other words, then your whole journey ahead is so easy for you then. And you have the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala making dua for you. This was said in a light-hearted manner. So Sayyida Aisha, she responded in a like way as well. She said, yes, I can see it. I can see it. You're just waiting for me to go. And when I'm gone, the same night, one of the other wives will be in my place. So Nabi Kareem laughed it off and he said, Bal wa ra'asa. actually you complaining of the severity of your headache, my headache is far more severe. But the lesson in all this, Nabi Kareem s.a.w. didn't sit up and say that, do you realize who you're talking to? You're talking to the Nabi of Allah ta'ala, And you're saying that I'm thinking that you, I'm wishing for you to go. You have any, how you're talking? Do you know what you are saying? No, he took it in its light-hearted stride. That this is how it should be. This is the relationship that should be there. that light-hearted relationship because this light-heartedness has a very great impact on the goodness of that home, on that good atmosphere that is, that is prevalent in that home, that good relationship. And otherwise, the way things go on, unfortunately many times, that there's always some sarcastic comment, there's some humiliating remark something to now just hurt the feelings in some way. Something to cause some kind of emotional injury. So then what what gets left? And many times then eventually something which is apparently small. That happens and everything breaks. And then that is highlighted. One silly trivial thing like this broke this marriage. Meanwhile that was the straw on the camel's back. There was a whole mountain already before that. That was the last straw. Now everybody looks at the last straw. That this, this broke it. How s- trivial this is. But that was the last straw. That wasn't the, the, the issue in itself. Say the Aisha Ardnana describes that atmosphere at home. She says that sometimes I would be eating with Nabiya Kareem sallallahu And I would take a sip out of a utensil. Nabi Islam would pick that utensil up and he would then turn it around to drink from the spot that I drank from. Now this is happening within the privacy and the confines of the home. This affection is not being displayed for the world. This is sincere affection in the privacy of the home. And then she says, I would take a bite out of a morsel, I would chew some meat out of a bone. Nabi Islam would pick it up and bite from the same spot that I bit from. Now did this change the taste of that food? Did it change the taste of that drink? It didn't change any taste in that. What it changed was, it changed the sweetness of the heart. That it was done in such an obvious manner that she took note. And when she took note, she obviously recognized that there is this feeling for me, there is this, there is this good feelings in the heart for me. I am being appreciated. This change the taste of the heart and that is what was meant to be done now unfortunately that's lifestyle that has become the norm in many cases that for the rest of the world there must be a pretense of affection and indoors is another story for the rest of the world is Haya at that time there should be no interaction which is exclusive between spouses of any sort but within the privacy of the home, this is where that akhlaq and that affection is to be displayed. Nabi Islam displayed it. And that brought about this, what a wonderful feeling in that home. This is that feeling that keeps that marriage alive, that keeps it progressing, that keeps that bond. Time has already run out. But just to finish off on one more aspect from the Mubarak life of Nabi Kareem wa inshallah perhaps in the next Juma somebody else will continue with the topic but just to touch on one more example from the Mubarak life of Nabi Kareem wa sallam, that once one sahabi was asked about Nabi Kareem wa sallam, what was his character, we spoke about character already but just to finish off on this again so replied ma fahishan wala mutafahishan sayyidina Anas radiyallahu ta'ala Neither was he vulgar by nature Nor was he vulgar deliberately There's no time to explain that But basically not vulgar in any way And he didn't even shout in the marketplace Where everybody else is raising their voice He didn't raise his voice even there now the lesson for us to learn in this, when Nabi Kareem didn't even raise his voice in the marketplace, what can you imagine that he shouted at home? That he was screaming at any time. This was never ever experienced from him. There was always gentle tones. And if there was something to address, he addressed it. Sometimes there was a need to be firm. But there was still no shouting. There was a need to be firm sometimes. In his mere appearance that he adopted at that time, Sayyidah Aisha saw the firmness. She said, I make toba from to Allah, ta'ala. what aznabtu? I have committed some mistake here, what, did, what mistake I made? Please tell me so that I may correct it. Just merely how he stood, that took care of the situation. But there was still no shouting and screaming. What can be thought about any vulgarity? Never ever happened. And how tragic that the ummah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam those who claim to be his followers, his lovers. And every other day there's a complaint, my husband just swears endlessly. The slightest thing and there's some vulgarity. The slightest thing and he's just, all these missiles are flying all the time. The missiles of vulgarity, of obscenity, and Allah forbid even then beyond that physical abuse. And then the children that grow up in such an environment grow up scarred because they're growing up in a war zone. And they grow up scarred. And then this plays out in later life. There's no time for those details. But there's tragic situations of how little children are... How often they speak about it, that they're contemplating suicide. Twelve years old and thirteen years old and teenagers. They're contemplating suicide for no other reason but because of the war zone in the home. So now these are just some... We hardly even touched anything. The Mubarak life of Nabi Karim is filled with the beautiful example that he said. In every aspect of life and likewise as a husband to his wives and this example has been presented to us as the ummat of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam to follow in his mubarak footsteps allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq allah ta'ala bless this nikah to take place now also with every barkat and khair allah ta'ala keep the couple with afiyat and with muhabbat enable both to fulfill each other's rights and every nikah that has taken place allah ta'ala fully do barakah and blessings allah ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil